I'm Mark Pender for Econa Day with Mark Rogers, Senior Economist for Econa Day. If you are in the stock market, you can't help but notice that things have been rough. Last week was not good, and we're taping Tuesday. This market is snapping back from what was a little bit of a flash crash on Monday. What do you make of everything, Mark? Well, uh, you're exactly right. Uh, the S&P 500 last week dropped 3.1% uh, for the week net. That was a big retreat. It continued in Columbus Day light trading yesterday. And it's essentially, markets are focusing on the international economy. We're seeing data out of Germany showing slowing in manufacturing, growth in Asia is slowing. Uh, right now markets are focusing on uh, international aspects and that includes uh, geopolitical facets uh, such as the Middle East. Uh, things are actually maybe uh, improving in Ukraine but uh, Middle East and uh, economic growth in Asia and Europe are basically rattling the markets right now. It's not the U.S. That's interesting. And we have international data coming up. Uh, what are you looking at? Uh, this week, maybe, you know, other than the geopolitical aspects, uh, this week, uh, maybe we won't have any rattling news. It's mainly inflation data internationally with CPI numbers from uh, China, India, the UK, Canada, Germany, Italy, France, Eurozone, and also the US. Uh, of course, uh, the inflation numbers can affect uh, central bank policies coming up, but uh, there, there are no major numbers as in last week when you know, the manufacturing sector looked sluggish. Well, we had inflation numbers uh, overnight, um, and they all had a lot of minus signs from Italy, uh, um, let's see, we had the, uh, a plus came in for the UK CPI, but producer prices were weak. We had a French, a bunch of negatives in French and Swiss inflation numbers. These look, I, to, the, to, the, to the naked eye, these look deflationary. But basically what it means is central banks are going to keep policy easy and we want economic growth to pick up, but at a minimum, what it means is central banks are going to keep policy easy. So, at face value, the inflation numbers are negatives, but they're positives in terms of uh, central banks continuing easy policy. And we had the Fed minutes. Now, last week's Fed minutes talked about uh, concern in the Fed about the dollars, the strong dollars impact on uh, U.S. inflation, cutting the cost of, of imports. Uh, what do we have coming up this week? Uh, 
Uh, the beige book is the uh, big Fed news this week. And uh, essentially from the latest minutes last week, uh, the Fed was essentially focusing on the facts that the labor market is very mixed. There's some headline numbers that look good. But when you look at the detail, there's still sluggishness in the, the labor market, notably wage earnings. Uh, the inflation numbers are still very much below Fed target of 2%. So the minutes indicated that the Fed is going to be flexible based on incoming data. Uh, the Fed is on, uh, based on the average FOMC participant. Uh, the Fed is still very dovish. The quantitative easing is going to almost certainly end this month, but the Fed is not going to be in a hurry to raise uh, policy rates next year. It's going to be later instead of sooner. Well, that's a change, Mark, because you've been calling for a mid-year uh, next year. Now you're shift we're shifting back. Where are we looking well, at Well, it, it still could be mid-year, but mid-year is the earliest it, you know, based on the current data. It could be mid-year or late in the year, but uh, mid-year is still a possibility. It's not, it, 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 right now it's low odds for early in the year based on uh, some of the hawks calling for that. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Well, we have, the consumer sector really hasn't um, been in, uh, a, a major uh, force of growth for the economy. And we have retail sales coming up tomorrow, and we're looking at a consensus for the economy. Day consensus is a minus sign, a minus 0 0.1, with the range uh, minus 0.5 to plus 0.3. Should we be, we had auto sale uh, unit sales out, and they had uh, uh, eased back from a, a strong uh, Month in August. What are we? Are we? Should we be concerned about the consumer sector right now? That is a very important question, and the key point is uh, we've got to look past the headline number. We are almost certainly going to get dinged at the headline number based on sharp swings in auto sales, and it's, it's related to on and off incentives by auto dealers, uh, manufacturers, had a huge run-up uh, in August. And now we had a you know, comeback in September. It's just volatile swings. So you, we have to get past looking at the volatile swings Retail sales excluding autos, uh, the, the forecast is 0.3%. That's decent. We have really got to get past the headline number on retail sales. Uh, and, and, and gas will be involved in there. Lower gas prices bring down sales at gas stations. And that's an interesting point on inflation. Real briefly, Mark, I mean, is that, is that a negative sign or a negative factor for gasoline prices and the Fed's effort to raise inflation? <laughs> yes, you're right. We're, <laughs> we're having to be a little more sophisticated on the retail sales numbers. 
the for the consensus forecast for retail sales excluding autos and gasoline is actually up a healthy 0.5%. So once you get past the volatile components, uh, there's a good chance we're going to see some decent numbers. Uh, take five seconds tomorrow mm -hmm. to, to look past the headline number. Look at X autos and look at X autos and gasoline. Um, the yep. consumer... And, and and then we have consumer sentiment on Friday, and that consumer sentiment, uh, consumer readings have been coming down a little bit. But real quickly, Mark, let's. We also have manufacturing data. We have the Empire State tomorrow. We have industrial production on Thursday with the Philly Fed on Thursday, and, and just a real briefly, how is the uh, manufacturing sector doing? And what do you expect? Uh, the, the the recent manufacturing surveys for September have been notably positive on average. Uh, we had uh, a figure from the employment survey for September showing production worker hours in manufacturing up 0.4%. So at least we should get a good number for the manufacturing component in industrial production. Uh, the utilities component is always a wild card, but Again, as always, get past the headline number, go straight to manufacturing. Uh, utilities can just really scramble the headline, go straight to utilities, and the preliminary figures looking ahead suggest uh, we should have a good number in manufacturing. That's a plus. Lastly, let's we're going to have some housing data, and this is a sector that has not been uh, contributing to the economy. We have housing market index on on Thursday, followed by housing starts on Friday. What are you looking for, and how would you describe the housing sector? Well, the housing sector's been volatile, but on average, it's uh, it's it's stalling. Uh, the numbers this week are extremely important. Uh, first out of the box is going to be National Association of Home Builders figure for the housing market index and uh, basically uh, analysts are looking for a moderately healthy number. Uh, and how has that been translating? They've been ha they've been optimistic, but how has that been translating into the housing starts, which follow on the calendar the next day? That's exactly the important question. Uh, it is not always translated one for one every month. Um, the proof is in the pudding. Uh, we've got the NAHB housing market numbers, and then. The proof in the pudding is what do home builders actually do for starts? We've had trouble with pending home sales numbers. You know, that, those are for existing home sales, but uh, they compete with new home sales. So the proof in the pudding is going to be Friday's housing starts numbers. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've had a little bit of trouble recently with home prices. 
while lower home prices may be good for purchasers, uh, it's not a good incentive for those who want to put their their homes on the market. Uh, we're we're in uh, uncertain waters right now. Thank you very much, as always, Mark Rogers for Econoday. I'm Mark Pender for Econoday.